Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. And now, here's our pastor, Cornelius Phillips, with today's message. familiar passage of scripture we've already the gospel's already gone forth in such a powerful way this morning and uh, I'm not going to try to um, to do anything to uh, add to that I just want to give you a word this morning because I believe in the power of God's word and you know me here you know us if you can't back it up with a word, don't say it, don't speak it, and don't do it. Amen? So we want to try to uh, let God's word uh, work in us today. In Luke chapter 22, verse 39, this is the story of Jesus uh, going into the Garden of Gethsemane, coming up on an awesome time of year uh, that uh, we're so excited about to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's such an exciting time of the year. So we're going to be preaching, Lord's willing, uh, up until uh, April 1st. We're going to be preaching on uh, things that led up to the cross. And, and so you don't want to miss that. Verse 39, he came out and went as was his custom to the Mount of Olives and the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared unto him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he arose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you that your word is quick and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. So Father, today let your word deal with our hearts, deal with our minds today, and we'll give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
I want to cut right to the heart of this this morning, and I'm not going to be long. But the heart of this is, Jesus recognized the reason, the purpose for his coming to this earth was coming, and it was nigh at hand, and that was the cross. The cross is, stands in the center of everything that we do in Christianity. And, and so that was the reason that Jesus came. He didn't come so that we could admire him as a baby in the manger necessarily. He didn't come so that we could get uh, build doctrines off of uh, him opening the eyes of the blind or anything like that. He came for the cross because the cross was the doorway for salvation for you and I. Without the cross, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. There's no other way but through Jesus Christ, through his shed blood on the cross and the resurrection uh, later. But 1 John chapter 2 says this, verse 17. The world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. And I want to talk to you for just a moment this morning about submitting to the will of the Father. Now I know this is going to be kind of a different uh, message this morning, but God's been dealing with me about the power of the will, the power of my will being submitted to the authority of his will. And that's what this story uh, that we just read is about. Jesus said uh, when he came into the garden, uh, you know, he left his disciples, Peter, James, and John, and the Bible says he went a little bit further in the garden and he knelt down and began to pray. And he was in agony of the spirit and he began to pray. And the words that came out of his mouth were these, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Jesus paints to us one of the greatest, most awesome pictures of submitting to the will of the Father that we could ever see. Everything about your walk with God and everything about your relationship with God, whether it's miracles, whether it's restoration, whether it's redemption, whether it's breaking the yoke of bondage in your life, whether you are a drug addict that, that needs deliverance, an alcoholic that needs to be dried out, whether you are a, a divorcee that wants to see your marriage put back together, whether you're a good old boy or a good old girl, everything about that revolves around this passage of scripture. It is submitting my will to the authority of that of God. Listen, by me submitting my will to the authority of God, it becomes my authority in God. All right? A will that is unsubmitted to Christ is a will that is a person that cannot be directed by the authority of God. I remember when I was uh, about 12, 13 years old, uh, my dad bought me a horse. And I had been wanting a horse for years and mom never would let me have one because she was afraid her baby would get hurt. And so she was looking out for me. Finally, me and dad got together. We came into agreement and dad uh, bought me a horse uh, and uh, it was a quarter horse, registered quarter horse, beautiful horse. And 
uh, brought it home and uh, but I found out and he found out that when we got the horse home uh, there were some problems with it and one of the big problems was that he didn't like to be caught and when you caught him he didn't like to be ridden alright and, and so dad, dad told me he said well son all I know is you wanted a horse you got a horse now you're going to have to break his wheel you're going to have to show him who is boss and you're going to have to teach it to him and so I would, I would uh, finally figure out ways that I could catch that horse and I would catch him and, uh, and I would saddle him up and when I'd get on him oh man you're talking about bucking that thing would buck. He would throw me off. And, and the thing about him bucking, he wouldn't just buck in one place. He would find the thickest place in the woods, and that's where he would head. And he would cut a rug and buck and all that. And, and I'd be scratched up, hanging off limbs and all that. And so finally, I figured out, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get me a chain, and I'm going to tie it to the corner of our barn, and I'm going to tie it on your halter. And, and I'm going to hook you up to that barn and I'm going to get on you and you can buck and raise cane all you want to but you're going to do it right there in that one spot. Because I knew I could hold on until he got tired of bucking. And so I did that. And several times I'd get on him and man, he would buck and raise cane. But finally, I broke his wheel to buck. And we got cowboys in here this morning Jimbo and Brother Kenny Coleman back there and y'all know a lot more about horses than I do but I, I knew I had to break that horse's wheel. I had to break his desire to buck and that was the only way I knew to do it and so I finally did it but it came through many bumps and bruises and scrapes and scratches that I learned to break his wheel and, and that horse is a lot like me because God wants, God says, I, I've got you for a purpose. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't choose you to stay in the barn and me feed you feed all day. I've got, I chose you for a purpose and I've got a purpose and a plan for your life. But until I can break your wheel, you're no good to me. And so God is in the process of bringing my will into submission to the authority of his. And in this season that we're going in, and we talk about the cross and the power of the cross, the cross is about submission to the will of the Father. Jesus, in uh, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9, taught his disciples and gave them a model prayer to pray. And he told him, he said, after this manner pray you, our Father which, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm going to real quickly give you some things about an unsubmitted will. An unsubmitted will, in other words, refusal to allow God to have your will, will lead to the enemy robbing you of your success. You remember Saul in the Old Testament? He was a man that had been anointed by God and had great gifts. God had gifted him to be the king of Israel. And he was placed in this position to be king of Israel. But Saul never submitted his will to the authority of God. 
And in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, Samuel looks at him and says, God has not as much delight in your sacrifice as he does your obedience. The greatest thing, ladies and gentlemen, that you and I can do in our service to God is obedience. Obey him. Submit ourselves to his will and to his authority. So my refusal to allow God to control my will. You say, well, Pastor, what is, what is your will? We teach that, that we're a trichotomy, body, soul, and spirit. And we talk about the soul being the seat of your mind, will, and emotions. In other words, in your soul is where your mind, your will, and emotions are all tied together. And, and so your will is that part that agrees uh, and, and enforces what your mind is saying and, what, and, and your emotions. And when your will is subjected to the authority of God, that is saying that I am submitted to God's authority. Every part of me, my mind, my emotions, everything is submitted to the authority of God. Listen, when Jesus knelt in the Garden of Gethsemane and began to pray, there are many things that we could say about why he was, he was agonizing in the garden. He was agonizing because of he knew that sin was going to separate him from the Father. He knew the weight of the sin of the world was going to be placed upon his shoulders. He was thinking about the pain and the agony of the cross and all these things. And, and so he was agonizing with that. The man side of Christ was agonizing with that. And yes, he could have gotten up and said, I can't do this. But he didn't. He submitted his will to the authority of the Father. And listen, when he did that, you see that when he, when he got up from praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, they came and arrested him. Jesus could have snapped his finger and took care of all of them. But what he had done in the garden passed on to his arrest. What he had committed to in the garden passed on to the cross. What he submitted to in the garden passed on to the whipping post. And what he submitted to in the garden passed on to the final words when he said, it is finished. So you see, when you submit your will to the authority of God, it's not just a one-time thing, but it's something that you start a process of committing to God's work and God's authority. Listen, your faith cannot be effective until your will is submitted to God's authority. We can stand and say, I've got great faith. I've got faith that I can move this mountain. I've got faith that I can see healing and miracles take place. But if your will is not submitted to the authority of God, then your faith is of no value. When Jesus accepted the will of the Father, he immediately began to move in the direction of obedience to the cross. When my will is subjected to the authority of God, then I will immediately begin to move to the submission to the authority of God. You see, ladies and gentlemen, God is calling us in 2018 to submit our will to his authority because I want to tell you something, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you something today. 
When you submit to the authority of God, it won't always be popular in society, especially in this culture. When we submit to the authority of God, we might draw some fire. We might draw some, some weird looks. We might draw some, some opposition. But I want to tell you something. A life that is submitted to the will of God and coming under the authority of God's word is a life of blessing. Listen, the greatest, I told you a while ago, the greatest act of service that I can give God is to be obedient to his will. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 7, the Bible says that Jesus emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. But look at verse 9. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every other name. By Jesus laying down everything he was and becoming obedient to the death of the cross, the Bible says that God has highly exalted him. That tells me there's a principle there that if I will humble myself down and if I will submit to the authority of God and I will allow God to use me and walk in obedience to his plan and his purpose, that God will use me and he will bless me and the blessing of heaven will be found upon my life. Amen? Would you stand with me, please? Now, we're going to get ready for baptism this morning. And, and as they do, I'm going to ask our worship team if, if you guys will come. I know I've just kind of spotted around on this message this morning. But I want you to understand today that the reason that many people are not receiving the blessings and the miracles that they need from God, the reason many times that we're not seeing our society changed by the power of God is unsubmitted wills. Because everybody wants the blessing, but very few people want to submit to the will of the Father. Because the will of the Father is going to tell you you got to love your neighbor. The will of the Father is going to say you got to become a servant. The will of the Father is going to say you got to follow me. The will of the Father is going to say you've got to come under the authority of the cross. And our culture doesn't want to do that. But I want to tell you that's where the good things are, guys. That's where the awesome things are. And so I want to encourage you this morning as they sing to think about this. And as they prepare for baptism, I want to encourage you today to think about is your will submitted to the authority of Christ? In other words, are you willing to align yourself with what God wants? Are you willing to become like Christ in order to see the blessing of God work in your life? So as I sing this morning, 
Think about that. And if you need to come and pray, this altar is open. But just worship this morning and think about Jesus as he submitted himself to the will of the Father. Not my will, 